Welcome to the Top Flight Podcast. We continue our Road to Moscow series, previewing all 32 teams from the 2018 World Cup in Russia. Esteban Bailey here with Gabriel Coelho. Today we are going to be talking about Sweden. Now, Sweden were the runners-up in the 1958 World Cup, which was hosted in their home country, and that's been the highest achievement Sweden has ever had in, in international competition, or specifically in the World Cup. Since then, if Sweden have qualified for the tournament, they usually exit in the group stage or round of 16. Although in 1994, Sweden surprisingly went all the way to the semifinals and finished in third place at the tournament. Now, they made the round of 16 in 2002 and in 2006. A certain man named Slatin Ibrahimovic was a part of the 2006 squad. However, they did not make it to South Africa in 2010, and they did not make it in 2014, even with Ibrahimovic. However, this current team has a habit of defying the odds to make it to the World Cup. They were drawn with France and the Netherlands in qualifying and were able to beat France in Stockholm and actually come in second in the group, condemning the third-place finisher of the 2014 World Cup and the runners-up in 2010, Netherlands, to watch the World Cup from home. In the playoff, they faced against Italy. Former champions in 2006 and many other years before that, Italy is one of the proudest footballing teams in the world, and yet Sweden were able to defeat them. They were able to actually send Italy home, and now Italy will not be going to its first World Cup since 1958, and we have Sweden to thank for that. Now, we all know that there's been this controversy, or small controversy, that Slatan has been, you know, I want to come back, I don't want to come back to the national team, but it's been confirmed that he will not be going to the World Cup. However, it doesn't seem like Sweden fans care. I think a lot of them are very happy with this roster. What do you think, Ariel? What do you think of this roster for Sweden? Yeah, there, there there are certain areas of the of the pitch they are strong, especially in defense. I think Victor Lindelof uh, he had a difficult season for Manchester United, but uh, when he played for Benfica, he was a good player. Ludwig Augustinsson, who plays for Werder Bremen in the Bundesliga, he's also a, another good player. He played a lot of games for Werder Bremen, and it was his first season in the Bundesliga, and he done he did pretty well. So their, their defense is good. They have a, a, a reference on midfield with Emil Forsberg. Uh, this season he, was, he wasn't as good as 2016-17, where Leipzig were, were a big surprise in the Bundesliga, but he's still a good player. He, he's a talented midfielder who can find the, the killer passes in the, the striker field on goal. And yeah, he has also a, a, a long shot in, in his game. I think their attack, their, their attacking force is, is also strong. They have Marcus Berg, who plays for Panathinaikos, but now he's playing at all in the in the in the United Arab Arabian. And yeah, he's a good player. He scored 25 goals this season, and he has scored three consecutive hat tricks during the season. So he's a he's another uh, good striker. They have Jonky Detti, who a lot of people. I remember his spell with Manchester City wasn't too successful, but yeah, he's another good player who can who can be a, a positive sign for Sweden in this World Cup. Yeah, it's very interesting with this team because uh, if we look at them tactically, it does seem to be uh, a team where they're dependent on Forsberg on set pieces and for just in general counterattacking. Uh, but they're very defensively solid. They, as we saw against Italy, Italy could not score against them. I mean, the aggregate scoreline was 1-0 over two legs. I mean, Sweden got their goal, and they just shut up shop. They were not going to let the Italians come in and beat, and beat them. So, I mean, that's very impressive. I mean, it, it is a weaker Italian team than in previous years, but still, I mean, it's Italy. They're one of the world powers when it comes to football. So it's very interesting. Now, Sweden, 
Now, there's not a lot of expectations for the Swedish team to go far in this tournament. Um, they don't have Slatan, they don't have the kind of world-class superstar that could potentially fire them into a surprise run in the tournament, but, I mean, it's not like Slatan really did that much for this national team when he was at the World Cup. I mean, and he, you know, he was okay. They were unfortunately put into tough groups back in 2006. They were in the group of death, but... Uh, you know, maybe it's an addition by subtraction. Maybe without slots on this team can be more balanced and could actually do something at this World Cup. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think for expectations, they they don't have too many expectations, especially with Germany, their the World Cup holders on their group in Mexico, who are also a strong team. But as you mentioned before, they, they defy the odds to qualify. Why not? They, why they don't defy the odds to go through their group? Um, I think I think they they ha they have potential, especially with Forsberg and and Lindelof, their squad, to their two main names. It will be hard. Uh, I don't think the the expectations for them is is high, but that's something they can that can really help them because the pressure is not on their shoulders and they can they can play more free. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I think. They're going to go in this World Cup in an enviable position where nobody expects them to do anything, but they have a belief about themselves. Nobody believes in them. It's very curious. All right, now, let's go into some expectations. Um, they're in a tough group. Uh, Alexi Lalas calls Group F uh, the group of death. I don't exactly agree with that assessment, but they are in a tough group. I mean, you mentioned Germany, who are the World Cup holders, Mexico, who is probably the best team from CONCACAF, uh, and South Korea, which has you know some really interesting attacking talent. Uh, what do you realistically believe Sweden can do in the group stage? How many points do you think they can get? I think they can beat South Korea. I think they are stronger than South Korea. Maybe get a draw against Mexico, but it will be really hard. Against Germany, they'll probably lose because Germany is one of the favorites of doing the World Cup together with Brazil. I think they, Brazil and Germany are the, the two strongest teams in, in this World Cup. I think if they, they can get five, uh, four points, sorry. But... Yeah, you don't know. Maybe they can surprise us winning against Mexico. If they win against Mexico and South Korea, they'll probably go through their group. Yeah, that'd be very interesting. I mean, if they are able to actually come in second and beat uh, Mexico or draw against Mexico and just, you know, eventually get through, uh, it'd be very interesting. They'd probably play Brazil in the second round. Uh, <laughs> I think this goes to that, you know, I might as well ask this question. You know, if they are able to get out of the group, they're able to come in second place and, you know, beat uh, Mexico and South Korea to get to that point. Wh how far do you think they could go in this tournament? Yeah, if they if they get Brazil, probably the, their tournament will will end in the round of sixteen because Brazil uh, are coming to this World Cup with a lot of pressure. They need to succeed because of what happened in twenty fourteen, and yeah, they are a strong team, Brazil, and they'll probably go reach the semifinals or the finals even, or maybe win the World Cup. You. We don't know yet, but yeah, they, it would be able... it would be a very tough draw for Sweden if they, you know, miraculously came out of this tough group and then they their reward was to play against uh, Brazil. But you know, you know, I, I would say it would probably be the biggest upset if Sweden actually beat Brazil. And must we not forget that Brazil did beat Sweden in 1958 in the home country. And in fact, when Sweden has played Brazil, Sweden they played each other several times, I believe five times, and each time Brazil has beaten them. And it's kind of an interesting rivalry uh, between those two countries if, if you look at World, uh, World Cup history. But yeah, I, I'd agree with you. I don't think uh, Sweden will get out of, the, out of the group stage. I think Mexico will. And even I think South Korea is probably a better team than Sweden. But Sweden has a history of proving people wrong, especially this time around. So I guess we'll find out. 
Okay, that, that's what I think. <laughs> All right. So that's our preview of Sweden. Plenty more previews to come, plenty more teams to talk about as we continue our Road to Moscow on the Top Flight podcast.